Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Figgs. I'm the senior pastor at Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado, and I'll be with you this hour of Calvary Live. And we do invite you to call in. You just heard that number, 303-690-3000. So grab one of those open lines. They're all open right now. And we want to talk about the Lord. We want to go to the Word of God. We want to pray for you. You can also call with prayer requests. So 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. So glad to be with you on this Monday, the 23rd of May. It seemed like May has gone by so fast. Um, And we're going to be finishing May and heading into the summer season. Of course, next weekend is a holiday weekend. But uh, give me a call. And I know a lot of people are out right now and um, they were finishing school, a lot of people finishing school. We had a bunch of graduations this week, uh, weekend here in the Greeley area, Weld County, perhaps where you're from, and uh, into next weekend. And so it's a very busy time. It's a very special time. Uh, but I hope you do take the time to give me a call. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. we got all open lines. And as most of you that are familiar with Calvary Live, that you know that there's another way that you can contact us or communicate with us a question or a prayer request, and that's through a dedicated text line, and that is 720-336-0897. And we always suggest that you put those two numbers in your contacts. You can pull them up. And so welcome on this Monday, beautiful day here in Colorado. So glad to be with you and love to just talk with you, answer your questions the best I know how, uh, take you to the Word of God, talk to, to you about the things that matter uh, to you concerning uh, spiritual life, uh, how we react to things that we see going around us, what should be our worldview as Christians. So love to talk to you. we got two open lines. We're going to go to the phone lines in just a moment, but I want to welcome all those who are listening live on Grace FM on this Monday uh, all along the Front Range, Pueblo, Fountain, Colorado Springs, 101.7. I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, got so many people down there in southern Colorado that are friends and uh, have ministered with. And so give me a call if you're down in that area. And then 89.7 in northern Colorado from uh, Parker, Castle Rock, all through the metro area, all along the Front Range, Boulder and Longmont and Fort Collins, and of course Greeley, where I'm. Uh, here, uh, and I am broadcasting from, and um, Grace FM originates from Calvary Church in Aurora, the Aurora area, up into southern Wyoming. Welcome. want to welcome all those who are listening all throughout the country, Radio by Grace. You're listening live, and those of you online, and even an international listener, and we have somebody from Ukraine that's listening today. I want to remind you that we are praying for you, and we continue to pray for you during this very difficult time that your country is going through. So I'd love to talk uh, to anyone who can give us a call throughout the country, 303-690-3000. 
is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Also want to welcome those who listen in on other radio networks such as Truth and Hope FM on the East Coast, Radio Higher Rock Radio in Idaho. Uh, you are a week delayed. That just simply means that you can call. We'll have a conversation, and then you will be able to hear it on uh, that radio network next week. So week delayed, but don't let that stop you from calling live and talking to me and then being able to listen to it a week later. So give me a call. Uh, we got full lines right now, so that means I'm going to go to the phone lines. Let's go to Patrick in Denver. Hi, Patrick. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Good. Go ahead. You're on Calvary Live. So I had a question about the Israelites were in Egypt with Pharaoh. Where did he help build the pyramids? Yeah, I think it, the indication is that they definitely did that because um, as they're in um, captivity, they were there for 400 years. As they begin to grow, they were doing the projects of Egypt. And as you read the book of Exodus, you don't hear about uh, specifically what projects they were doing, but they were doing a lot of projects because there was, you know, a lot, uh, the population was expanding and growing. So I think that they did help build uh, perhaps uh, some of those ancient, uh, you know, things that are in Egypt and the pyramids and things like that. I don't know specifically, I haven't read a whole lot about it, but they were good builders. They were great builders, and um, they built the bricks and baked the bricks, so we do know that. So uh, we can assume that they had something to do with it. Yeah, that's awful. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. You bet, Patrick. And so, yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to, to look at and read at, but, you know, they came out and they... They were great builders. They and what's interesting, Patrick, is, um, you know, is, uh, is you know, they went there and they worked the land. And I'm just looking at some notes that I had. Um, they did uh, construct large uh, uh, things, and so um, it is perhaps um, they were making the bricks. We know that. I'm looking at some other things. Um, and then, you know, of course, um, the Israelites ended abruptly. So the pyramids are not mentioned uh, in Scripture. However, there is a mention in the Apocrypha. Um, it does mention the pyramids. So just a little resources for you. Um, and then the Jewish historian Josephus supports this theory that the Egyptian taskmaster set them to build pyramids. And so there is a couple uh, historical references to that. Okay? Thank you. You bet, Patrick. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Hey, you have a great Bye. week, okay? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, so I'd love to have you call. When somebody hangs up, there is an open line. And uh, so we got one open line. Let's go to Gabriel in Colorado Springs. Greetings Debra- and blessings, Pastor. How are you? I'm good, Gabrielle. How are you? I'm well. I just want to bless God for the work that you're doing, and I thank you, and I appreciate this radio station so much. It's truly good. encouraging. But I was just calling I'm glad in with that a you're prayer blessed. request for Go marriage, um, the rec- reconciliation of my marriage, and deliverance mm-hmm. from the addiction of smoking for myself, and Abs- the deliverance Abs- of my husband from 
abusive, narcissistic behaviors. Okay, let's pray. Lord, I do pray for Gabrielle, to the uh, her marriage. Um, uh, and Lord, uh, you know the issues. You know uh, everything that's going on. And I just pray that you would minister to her husband, um, that, Lord, that he would set his eyes on you. And, uh, Lord, that there would be a humbling, uh, there would be a recognizing um, that, uh, Lord, that you want to make him the man of God, the husband that you desire, and that you can do that. I just pray for my sister here. Uh, she has a smoking addiction, that you would free her from that. And we are free in Christ. And, Lord, that you just give her the power to give up those cigarettes for her health, her well-being. And, Lord, I just pray for their marriage. I pray for healing. I pray for restoration, for restoring. I pray that you would, um, all the things that that they are struggling with and working through, that you would bring understanding, that you bring clarity, Lord, that you bring forgiveness, that you would bring everything that they need and resolve to look to you because you're the one that ordained marriage and you're the one that brings healing to our marriage. And I pray that you would do that. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you richly in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Appreciate you. Have a wonderful week. If you need prayer for your marriage, you need prayer for anything, give me a call, 303-690-3000. We've got two open lines now, so as we started out with full lines, as we go through the show, we got plenty of time. Grab one of those open lines. Love to talk to you, pray with you, answer your questions. The text line is 720-336-0897, so I'd love to talk to you about the things of the Lord, and i uh, love to be able to encourage you uh, any way that um, I can and uh, be a blessing to you. Let's go to, as we have two open lines, let's go to line three, Robin in Colorado Springs. Robin? Hello, Pastor Jeff. How are you doing? I am good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. I've called in a couple times, um, but um, today I'm calling in because I've been invited to give my testimony at church on Wednesday, and I kind of have the tendency to sort of make things like that kind of about myself, and I just want to know, like, what advice would you give um, so that way I make it more about God and less about me, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it is. it does make sense, and sometimes we hear these wonderful testimonies, and uh, it's a lot about the person and very little about the Lord, and it is going to involve some personal testimonies of what you've gone through, how the Lord got a hold of your heart, but I think that you can make the Lord the central theme as you just give him the glory, as um, you encourage people that he desires to work in, in their lives, um, in in the lives of people that they're praying for. And so giving him the glory, giving him the honor, um, you can always tell, you know, sometimes testimonies can be a little tricky. And uh, sometimes people, and I'm not saying this is the case with you at all, but sometimes it's like, let's try to make it very dramatic, you know, um, full of little details. And um, I'm going to show people how s- spiritual I am or trying to to uh, make it sound to where, you know, I want to woe the people and impress the people. Just give a testimony um, of, you know, uh, how God worked in your life and how thankful you are to him, what he means to you. That's going to be part of your testimony and, you know, just delivering you 
uh, how he brought you to himself and just, you know, what he's doing in your life. That's part of your testimony as well. And just giving praise and glory to the Lord. And I think you can do that. And you're asking the right questions. And, and I really believe that God's going to guide you in this um, as you give your testimony. It's going to be a blessing to the people that are going to hear you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm definitely a little nervous about it, but um, That's okay. I'm sure that it'll go well. Yeah, and it's okay to be a little nervous, but, you know, just I, as you pray about it, God will guide you and speak to you. You know, if there's anything in there you think, well, should I say this or shouldn't say this? You know, I always kind of put it aside. Um, just those things that are going to edify and build up and is going to, you know, touch the hearts of the people and benefit them and bless them. And you don't have to go into, you know, sometimes people go into great, great details and minute details and all of this. Just give them the testimony of God's goodness and grace and provision for you and what he means to you. And I think that um, everyone's going to be tremendously blessed. And I do want to pray for you for Wednesday. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for offering. You bet. Father, I pray for Robin. I thank you for her sensitive heart of wanting to just, you know, honor you in her testimony and uh, be sensitive to the things that she's saying. I pray that you would just um, give her um, the right words to say, that it would be a tremendous blessing as she gives her testimony. I'm sure that it will be. She would honor you, that she would give glory to you. And Lord, that you give her just the things to say as she speaks to others. And Lord, as we give a testimony um, it's to be an encouragement to others how God works in not only Robin's life, but how he desires to work in all of our lives. And I just pray that you would use her and speak through her in a powerful way. And I know that she's going to be a blessing, desires to honor you. So just give her peace in her heart as she speaks. And Lord, fill her, anoint her um, with the words that you would have her to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for your time. You bet, Robin. Thanks for calling. Okay. All right. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. We got all open lines now. So um, we went from full lines to open lines. So that gives you an opportunity to call in. Love to have you call in and talk to us and ask questions or if you need prayer and you know, I was thinking of Robin giving a testimony. We all have a testimony. And uh, in the, the beginning of that word testimony is test. And and as we go through times of testing and, and uh, as we know that the Lord will test us to do good, uh, that we can give that testimony to others. Be sure to share with others what the Lord means to you, um, what he is showing you to your children. And I think that sometimes we think that a testimony is only something that uh, that we do in speaking in front of people, and that is something that we do, and, and God uses it. And I'm, I'm sure he's going to use Robin on Wednesday, but also a testimony is something that you can share with your kids. You know, take your you know uh, kids for a walk. Tell them, you know, meet with them, um, maybe a devotion time, what the Lord means uh, to you, what he has done for you. Um, just, uh, you know, give a testimony to your spouse, what the Lord is showing you and how he's working through you, or maybe somebody at work or friends or somebody like that. So 
uh, testimonies are, are more than just speaking in front of a crowd, but just sharing with people what God is doing in your life and how much it means to you. So I just want to encourage you in that, that all of us have a testimony of how God is working. Hey, all open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. I got a prayer request uh, for, again, for um, for graduations. Uh, somebody asked for prayer for all the graduates. As I've been saying, uh, this month, May, uh, not only the universities and um, community colleges and early college and high school graduations taking place all month long and, and probably concluding most of them this weekend. We do want to pray for those who are going to be graduating and uh, starting a new chapter in their life. Uh, and, uh, Father, we do ask that those uh, men and women um, that are graduating high school, colleges, universities, um, whatever the case may be, that as they uh, are concluding uh, their uh, educational um, you know, course, um, wherever that is and how long it's been, that I thank you that you've helped them to do that. And Lord, as they go through graduation, it would be a time of just giving thanks to you and for families to celebrate, and um, I just pray that you would bless them. And, Lord, that our young people would know that you have a wonderful plan for them, and, Lord, that you desire to use them, that they would stay close to you. And I just pray that you would bless them in every way and that you would just guide them as they make decisions for their future and enter into a new chapter in their lives. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey, those of you who are graduating, any of you, stay close to the Lord. I was encouraging as we were recognizing those who have graduated in our fellowship this weekend and um, just encouraging our young people, stay close to the Lord. He wants to do so much in your life and seek him and guide him and, and, and know that he wants to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think. So uh, we'll continue to pray and pray everybody has a good summer. And we got another prayer request we'll have coming up. Um, praying for summer and people are going to be traveling. But first, I do want to go back to the phone lines. We've got two open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Chris in pa- uh, Pompano Beach, Florida. Hi, Chris. Pompano Beach. How's it going? Pompano. Yeah, where where is that exactly? I was in Cocoa it's- Beach a couple weeks ago. It's on the East Coast, just a little bit north of, like, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Well, I appreciate you calling. You're on Calvary Live. What can we do for you? Awesome. Um, I just had a couple questions um, about the Freemasons. Um, So I understand a lot of people uh, think they're, you know, Christian. I've done, you know, some research. I have someone in my Bible study that actually um, is part of it, and I was just uh, wondering if you had any information on that. I know the Scripture says not to swear an oath, tell, like, anything, and there's a lot of secrecy. Do you have any insight on them? You know, it is kind of hard to to find some uh, information on it. There's a a book that that was out that somebody gave to me, and see if I can grab it here, that's on a, um, a lot of those things on... Uh, Masonic Lodge, Freemasons, and all of that. And it's Ron Carlson, uh, Fast Facts on False Teachings. 
And he talks about those things. It's kind of hard because, like you said, it is a lot of secrecy. And um, there's a lot of, I I guess they would say, uh, maybe uh, uh, mystical kinds of uh, things that go on there, uh, things like that. So I don't know a whole lot about it. Uh, It's hard to find uh, information on it um, and uh, what exactly it is that they hold to. As far as Freemasons, what I'm looking at is that, um, you know, uh, they have temple rituals, you know, uh, things like that. And so there's uh, this book is a really good book. Ron Carlson, Ed Decker, that talks about it more specifically. Um, And there is some problems and there is some uh, concern with those things. Um, They usually people that join those groups join out of, friendships and relationships and prayer pressures. Uh, Some go to those groups out of business reasons and stuff, but I guess as you get more involved in it, uh, the more that uh, it can uh, really bring in uh, Eastern kinds of uh, occultic symbols, things like that. And so um, I'm looking at this chapter, which is a lot that is there. And I think it may be worth for you to look at that book and get that book as it talks about not only them, but the new age, um, Masonic Lodge, all those different things that, that are hard to find information on, and it's a good resource. Wilson is the author, and what's the name of it? It's called Fast Facts on False Teachings. Okay. And Ron, R-O-N, Carlson, wrote the book. Yep. And, you know, there's all kinds of things, like the Shiner's Blood Oath and Confession of you know, certain gods and things like that. And and you can go through it and kind of look at it. And um, and then he, he brings a lot of uh, uh, verses from the Scripture that, that, you know, testifies against those things or warn against those things. And, of course, we always test the spirits to see if they are of God, and we test it through the Word of God. Uh, but the morals and dogmas and things like that, the oaths that yeah. they go through, the secrecy, all that stuff that is hard to find specific information. And I think that'll be really helpful to you. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. Everything I've come across is, uh, seems to, like you said, there's a lot of scripture that, you know, uh, kind of symbolizes what they're doing in these Masonic lodges, but I appreciate it. I'll let you go get on to the next caller. God bless you. Thank you for your uh, time doing hey, the show. It's thank you. Cool. Appreciate it. God bless you. Yeah, those are things, you know, there's one of the things is I remember when I first became a Christian a long time ago, uh, you know, it was 40 years ago, that, you know, there wasn't, um, I remember reading Dr. Walter Martin, The Kingdom of the Cults, and, and uh, you know, how many cults and how many uh, kind of things that are out there that are false that have grown, and it can be so hard to, to keep track of these things. And, of course, we know that uh, the, uh, you know, Masonic lodges and, and things like that, Freemasons have been around. They can be hard to find information on, and they do good work. It seems like they do good work, but it's always good to look and see what the essence is and, and of those things and, and what is being spoken of. And so those are good things that you can look at and read and uh, fast facts on false teachings and the things that they embrace that, which maybe some of the people that are in those groups don't really realize. So um, just something that for you to, 
to look at, and we always want to be wise and have those resources. We've got two open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, and the text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Joanne in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Joanne? Hi, thank you for everything. I love your show. I've called in many times. Um, I'm a new Christian, and I have a question. Um, I kind of am confused. It's like he doesn't remember our sins, but yet in the end we're going to be judged. Um, So can you clarify that for me, please? Yeah, absolutely. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. He writes the same thing in Romans chapter 14, that we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And when I was a young Christian, I first read that. That confused me as well. I thought, I thought, I thought, you know, that we weren't going to be judged. But as Paul is writing that, in the Greek, it means the Bema reward seat of Christ. So we're not going to be judged for our sins. Jesus took that judgment on the cross. Amen? And And that's why... We cannot earn heaven. We cannot earn salvation. It's a free gift given to us. But with that said, as you grow in the Word of God, as you grow in the New Testament, that you're going to see that the Bible talks about rewards. And what Paul, when he writes to the Corinthian believers, he says that we'll all stand before the Bema reward seat of Jesus Christ to be judged what we have done in the body, whether good or bad. And what he's talking about is those rewards, what we do for Christ. And Jesus told of a parable of the mina in uh, Luke's gospel, uh, in Matthew's gospel, uh, the parable of the talents, that the things that were given to the servant uh, entrusted by the master, that they gave an account and then they would receive rewards for that. So in eternity, as believers— you and I will stand at the Bema reward seat of Jesus Christ to be rewarded for what we have done for Christ. And the Bible talks about rewards and crowns that are going to be given. And Jesus, you know, in those parables of the mina and talent, that the wise servant that was entrusted uh, with the things of the master and invested them, that the words were, well done, good and faithful servant. You're going to rule over ten cities and five cities. So what we do for Christ, that's what's going to last. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 that all of our works are going to be tried by fire, and our works are like gold and silver and precious metals or wood, hay, and stubble. And all the things that are unlike the Lord are going to burn up, and all the things that we did for the Lord uh, because we love him, because uh, we want to further the kingdom, uh, are going to shine forth and we'll be rewarded for that. So there's eternal rewards to be given to us. So the judgment seat, we're not going to be judged for our sins, okay? That's been taken care of by Jesus, but it's talking about rewards for what we have done for Christ. Um, and, you know, and I think that the Bible really makes it clear that he desires for us to really want rewards, you know, to, to work for rewards, because they're eternal. And the Corinthian believers knew exactly what Paul was writing about when he said the Bema reward seat of Jesus Christ, because the Greeks were really into, you know, rewards and the Isthmus games there in Corinth, and you would stand at the Bema reward seat to receive a reward. So it's, it's you know, heaven's not only just a, a destination, as Warren Risby said once, but it's also a motivation that th- there are eternal rewards that the Lord has for us. And then some of the last words of Jesus uh, in Revelation chapter 22 
um, that we have in the Bible, and let me read it to you, is that he says that I'm coming quickly and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. So it's speaking about what we do for Christ. Okay, so the judgment is about the rewards. It's not per se judgment. That's one thing I'm finding as a new believer or even getting into yeah. the Bible. Um, I wasn't a churchgoer growing up, but yeah. I'm finding that some words mean different things yes. because it's yes. Greek and stuff, and it's amazing. It's a lot. I love yeah. it. Um, yeah, it, words, and always always remember, and here's the thing, Joanne, I want you to hang on because it seems like you get another question, but we're on our break. So we're going to go to break. And then on the other side, we'll pick up our conversation. And I just want to follow through with you and make sure that we answer your questions. So hang on. We got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000. Grab them. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs of Calvary Greeley in Northern Colorado with you on this Monday. And we've had a wonderful first half of the show. We got a couple open lines. So give me a call, 303-690-3000 as we're just going through the phone calls and taking some text questions, that text line uh, that where you can text in a prayer request or ask a question is a different number than the call-in number. And that number, text line, 720-336-0897. I want to go back to Joanne. Joanne, did, are you still there? Yes, I am. Yes. So we were talking about, you know, um, you're exactly right. Joanne uh, was asking about, as we stand as believers at the judgment seat of Christ, and we're going to be judged for rewards. And, you know, Joanne, what amazes me is a lot of Christians don't understand that. They don't realize that. They think that we're just going to go to heaven, and we're going to, you know, kind of Hollywood's version of sit on a cloud and play a harp and be bored. But, you know, we are going to rule and reign with Christ. Um, We know that when Christ comes back, um, to establish his kingdom, that we're going to come back with him. And we know that we're going to rule and reign with him. We're going to be given responsibilities. Uh, we are going to um, be given tasks, and it's going to be so glorious. So, you know, I always encourage people, live for Christ, you know, invest in the kingdom. Uh, Jesus talked about in the Sermon on the Mount that as you pray, uh, that the Lord will reward you. As you give a cup of water to a child, the Lord will reward you. There's rewards that are going to be given for just doing those things, for for um, witnessing the people, given the truth of God's Word. As you use your gifts and abilities and opportunities, perhaps making a meal for somebody. Um, God has a book of remembrance that Malachi says, and he remembers all those works. And and, uh, you know, we think that, like Billy Graham, of course, he was so faithful to his ministry that maybe Billy Graham's the only one that's going to get rewards or get these great rewards. But Jesus talks about the one who just simply, humbly just serves the Lord faithfully, that great rewards are going to be for them, for the one who's taking care of, you know, raising their children in the ways of the Lord. Uh, the one who's taking care of elderly parents. And and I'm saying this because I want to encourage everyone out there, don't live for the world. You know, live for Jesus because 
as you invest in the kingdom, the the rewards are out of this world, as I say, and will last for all eternity. So I hope that encourages you, Joanne, and excites yeah. you. And um, so you had something else you were going to ask. Well, actually, I thought, you know, what would be a good Bible for me being new? But also, I want, I'm, I'm so, like, into this. Like, but I, I, like I said earlier, I there are words that mean different things that really kind of people get it mixed up because yeah. we take it as the English version. What would be a good Bible that would, like, highlight, like, what the word means after, while I'm reading it and stuff like that for a new believer? I think a good um a couple good programs. One is Bible Gateway um okay. that you can you can get on there, you can look up a verse, you can look it up and they got all these translations. There's so many translations that are out there. And um and then also Blue Letter Bible, okay? Blue Letter Bible is another real good resource for you. And a couple, you know, to get a couple commentaries that you can read with as you grow in the Word, because I know what it's like to, you know, when you first, when you really start taking in the Word of God, and um, I know for me, I I was amazing, because the Word of God is alive and powerful, and Mm -hmm. I was like a sponge, you know, I I didn't realize how dry I was, and it's food for the soul, Um, but to get a translation, you know, for me, I teach out of New King James, I don't find it to be difficult, but some people today, younger people, they like the ESV or they like the, you know, um, uh, you know, New Living Translation. Um, but those Bible programs will bring up those translations um, and, you know, just keep reading the Word of God. And, and of course, find a good Bible teaching church that's going to take you through the Word of God and keep listening to Christian radio um, that is going to also encourage you. There's so many tools that are out there, but keep growing. And you're going to, these questions that you have, call us on Calvary Live and we'll do the best we can to answer them. Uh, what about now, because I, when I'm reading the Bible, I would like it, I, I'm Bible, I don't really care for apps, but Bible and then and then having it, as I'm reading it, I could look, it's highlighted and I look what it means. What about, um, what do you think of new application study Bible? New Living Translation. Well, New Living Translation is something that um, is a translation that is easy to read. Uh, as far as the application Bible, I don't, I'm not familiar with it. But I think you're on the right track, Joanne. I'm one that I just, I like to read the Bible. And then, you know, it used to be when I first started reading the Bible, you had a Bible and a concordance. concordance. So you want to get a good concordance as well. And those Bible apps, you know, provide that for you so you can look up a word and see what it means. Um, I can't, I don't like to use something that's too complicated. Um, I like to read through it and look up some words. And then you can also get a, like a good commentary. Um, one good commentary that we have in our bookstore uh, is, you know, Warren Worsby. Warren Worsby was called the pastor of pastors. And he just, He's easy to read and it's clear to understand. So uh, you can. There's so many programs that are out there and apps and things. And I think you're right. But to get a couple tools that you can just start growing in the Word of God and just look up a few words and to keep you know moving forward and and learning and listening to good Bible teaching uh, because a good Bible teacher is going to explain those things to you as you listen to their teachings. 
Yes, I've actually listened to you, and you're really good. And I, I have that—that's uh, all I do all day is Bible and, and pray and everything. Like you said, I'm like a sponge right now, and I hope to keep it forever. Um, okay, thank you very much. I'd also, if we could just do a, a prayer for my father. He's 91. I think at the end, at the end of this month, he's getting like five teeth pulled, and I'm just kind—he's really. Mm. He's 91, and I'm just oh, concerned. Bless his heart. So, and he's and they're going to the house to do it because he has never decided he doesn't want to go out and all that stuff. So yeah, I just, I understand, and we're going to pray. I have a mo- a mom that's 89, and um and we care for our elderly parents, and it's hard for them to get out. And and uh, so Father, I just pray. I pray for Joanne's for her father that's going to have some teeth pulled, and and it is um. A, a major deal, and for somebody that age, and to get out, and uh, the challenges that come with it, I pray it would go well. That um, the teeth would come out, and um, there'd be a minimum of pain. Recovery would go well. Um, that Lord, that you just be with him, and bring comfort to him, bring healing to him as he has his teeth pulled. Um, that he wouldn't have the discomfort for a long time. And Lord, I just pray that you be with Joanne as she. Uh, ministers to her father, that you would just bless him. And Lord, that he would perceive your presence and that you would show yourself strong on his behalf. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you all. I love you all. God bless you all. And you bet, have Joanne. a good one. Thank you. Bye. Okay. God bless you. Joanne calling from beautiful Arkansas. So good to hear from you guys from Radio by Grace, Florida, Arkansas, a lot of stations throughout the South, but throughout uh, the country, uh, Radio by Grace. We're so glad that you guys have joined us uh, on um, Calvary Live and part of our Calvary Live uh, family. And so love to hear from you. I believe I got all open lines right now. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Grab one of those open lines. we got plenty of time in the show to take your call. And the text line is 720-336-0897. I did get a text on somebody that was praying for as we enter into summer season, of course, next weekend is Memorial Weekend, and that traditionally starts the summer season. And it's hard to believe that we're already here at summer, and we're entering into a summer where it's, um, people are beginning to travel more. A couple of weeks ago, as I mentioned, that uh, my wife and I went out to Florida, and uh, you know the planes are full, uh, a lot of people traveling, uh, going back to traveling. Um, and even though gas is expensive, uh, it feels more normal and uh, a lot more things that are going to be taking place as far as concerts and, you know, there's ball games that will be going on. And so people are making plans for the summer, and we just want to pray for everybody to have a safe summer. One of the things that uh, I want to encourage you in is that as you go on vacations, and we need those times of rest and, and those times to be uh, renewed and get away and, and enjoy uh, this season to make sure that you take the Lord with you, okay? And I want to read to you real quick, and then we got two open lines, 303-690-3000. But I'm reminded in Mark chapter 1 that Jesus and Peter, they would leave uh, the synagogue, and this is early in Jesus' ministry. And as they left there in Capernaum, the synagogue, that it says that they had come out of the synagogue. They entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife, mother, lay sick with a fever, and they told him about her at once. 
So he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she served them. And one of the things, as I read that, I always tell people, when you come to church, they left church and they went home, and there there was a fever in Peter's mother-in-law, and Jesus brought healing as he laid his hand on her. But I always tell people, when you leave church, make sure that you take Jesus with you, you know? Take him home with you. Don't just leave him here, you know, and live uh, apart from him or not looking to him or having devotions or reading your Bible. Uh, take him with you, and you're going to see that the feverish activities and uh, that are taking place at home, that you're going to see that the Lord's going to be there to really minister and help. But I say the same thing, too. As you take your time of rest and get away and travel, that take the Lord with you. Take the Lord with you. Take your Bibles with you. You may not be able to be in church, but if you can, uh, visit a church, be in fellowship, uh, take the Lord with you, have you know your time of reading in the morning before you begin your activities, but don't leave the Lord at home. Just take him with you, and you'll enjoy your vacation. And Father, I do pray for those who, Lord, are going to be traveling as we begin vacation season and going out, keep everyone safe, bless their time away uh, as they go and see family, friends, perhaps uh, seeing uh, different locations. And uh, I just pray for safe travel, for blessing, for health. And Lord, bless our summer as we come in. We thank you that um, that we're getting past uh, all the restrictions and everything that we've had over the last few years that kept us from traveling. And Lord, I just pray that um, we would all just take you with us on our trips and vacations and whatever it is that we do, that we would find our true rest being in you, in Jesus' name. Amen. 303-690-3000. Call-in number. Got an open line. Let's go to Kristen in Philadelphia. Kristen? Hello. You're on Calvary Live. Yeah, hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, great. So, my prayer request, thank you so much. I, I heard your talk radio, what you were sharing, uh, one of the women that was sharing, and I, I love what mm. you shared with her in terms yeah. of just move forward. Just yeah. keep moving forward. That's the whole idea. Pray, yeah. get on your knees as often as you can, and just keep moving forward. And when you're asked to do on my way to my parents' home, who both have dementia, and my mom's missing for the first time. So in my dad's heart, it's like, can you come over? You know, that kind of thing. So I'm, right. I'm on my way, you know? Yeah. And we're going to pray. Um, you know, and through the bag, through the food in the bag, you know, for the for yeah. the dinner, my dinner. And uh, it's like that oxygen mask. You put it on yourself first, and then you go, or you feed them, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know what? You go, and it, it's difficult when you got parents that have dementia, Alzheimer's. I got a mom that has Alzheimer's. Uh, my dad died of it uh, over t- 10 years ago. It's a terrible disease, and as it progresses, the confusion, the anger, um, all the things that come with it, it is very, very hard. And sometimes you don't know exactly what to do, um, how to handle a situation, but you do the best that you can. And by, you know, I just always pray for God's mercy and grace. And you, you don't, you know, it's very hard the situation that you're in, but. You know, God's going to give you the grace to get through this, and he's going to direct you and guide you in every way. 
and um, in dealing with this difficulty. And so we're going to pray for you that God gives you the strength, the wisdom, the comfort that you need because, um, you know, God bless you. And all those who have elderly parents that have dementia or uh, are ill, um, you know, you, God sees that, and he wants to minister through you and, and uh, in this situation. So, Father, I pray for Kristen. I just pray with, she has two parents with dementia, Alzheimer's. She's, um, you know, all the things, the wandering, the uh, wandering off from home, uh, the confusion, uh, the anxiety that comes with it, the uh, um, being agitated, all those things are a challenge. And I just pray that as Kristen just takes her, her dinner, throws it in a bag and headed over to minister, that you would help her, that you would give her wisdom, that you give her patience, that you give her strength. And even as Paul said that that he writes about how Jesus would say to him that my grace is sufficient, that you would be graceful, that you would be merciful to her and to her parents, and Lord, that um, you would just, she would perceive your presence and strength and wisdom and comfort in every way as she ministers to her parents. And she would know this, that it really is um, pleasing in the sight of the Lord when we take care of our parents, even in difficult situations. Or maybe it's somebody who's sick or, or caring for another when it's not easy. So Lord, just be with her, guide her and direct her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You bet, Kristen. God bless you. Be praying for you. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's not easy. Those of us taking care of elderly parents, and um, but you know, um, you just pray and you pray for God's strength and mercy and for His guidance, and He desires to help us in every situation that we are in. 303-690-3000. we got a couple open lines. Love to talk to you, pray with you, encourage you any way that we can. Text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Logan in New Mexico. Logan? Hello. You're on Calvary Live. Um, sometimes I have so many questions, it's hard to, like, and I know you only have so much time, so you're you're fine. Go ahead. And I think you got a good question when I'm reading here. Okay. So I'll just stick with it then. So okay. if we're gonna rule and reign. I mean me and myself right now, I don't feel capable of ruling and reign over anything, so I just it doesn't I I'm just wondering who are we gonna rule over and reign over? Is it unbelievable? Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question, and we were talking about that. And you know, Jesus in the parable of let me see of the talents or the minas, when he, he is talking about that, he goes on and he says, you know, that um, that he gave in the parable of the talents in Matthew chapter twenty-five, he gave one five talents, another two, another one, and he went on a journey, came back, and they were to give. Uh, a account of of what they had done with what was given to them, and he goes on and he says to the one who received five talents and brought another five talents, saying, "You delivered me five talents. I gained five more." And the Lord said, "Well done, good and faithful servant. Uh, I'll make you f- 
you were faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many things. Um, he goes on to say, um, enter into the joy of your Lord. And I believe it's also in the parable of the minas that the Lord talks about ruling over five cities, ten cities um, in this parable as well. So when Christ comes back, and I'm kind of trying to put all the pieces of the puzzle together, in Revelation chapter 5, in that new song that we're going to be singing of the church, that you have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe, tongue, and people, and nation, and made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. So what is it exactly that we're going to be doing? Um, We're going to be doing things for the Lord. Paul even writes to the Corinthians that we're going to be judging angels. Uh, He's talking about they were suing one another in, in, I believe, chapter 6 of 1 Corinthians. And he says, you know, that there should be a mediator. You should be able to take care of this and settle this within the church. But he says that don't you know that you're going to judge angels? So we're going to be ruling and reigning. And I think judging angels, we're just going to be saying, hey, you know, can you go and do this? You know, they're going to be ministering servants that that we're going to be doing. But here's the thing is, is that when we, I feel like, yeah, Lord, I feel so inadequate. I feel inadequate serving now and doing things. But we're going to be in our glorified states. And, um, and you know, God's going to work through us, and we're going to rule and reign. And it's going to be wonderful, and, and it's exciting. And what we do now for Christ has a lot to do with um, what we're going to do in eternity, what we're going to do in the kingdom of God. So, Exactly what we're going to do when he says you'll rule over 10 cities, five cities, two cities. Um, what is exactly does that mean? I don't know, but we're going to be helping administer the things of the Lord and the kingdom of God. And it's, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be just a glorious, glorious time. It's a wonderful future that we have. I just always think about it. I think about more about the end than the beginning. I don't know. Maybe I'm too... Well, here, here's the thing. I think every Christian should really look forward to heaven. And we look forward to heaven. There's a saying that if you're so heavenly-minded, you're no earthly good. Listen, Paul said, keep your eyes on the things above, not on the things of this world. We should be looking, keeping an eternal perspective. Part of that perspective is that, Lord, I'm going to serve you now in this life. But I want to serve you now because this world is not where it's at. You know, this world's going to come to an end. This side of eternity will come to an end. But I know that as I invest in the kingdom, that it's a blessing to others, that I want others to be able to know the truth of the gospel. I want them to to be forgiven of sin. Uh, We have the best news to give to others, but we should be looking forward to heaven, whenever that might mean. And, you know, even John said that when we see him, we will be like him. And he who has this hope purifies himself. If we really believe that, Lord, you could come for me any time. I'm going to be here as long as you have me here. And you have a time. There's a point at a time for man to die. Then the judgment, uh, you've numbered my days. But whatever those days are, I want to move forward afresh in you and serve you. And I look forward to heaven. I look forward to the kingdom of God being established. I look forward to the coming of the Lord 
and serving him is so going to be so glorious. So, you know, that's a good thing. And in the meantime, that Lord, I'm going to serve you and what I can do and the opportunities you've given to me and just keep growing and keep serving in very practical ways. Because, you know, I want to encourage you, Logan, because when I first became a Christian, I thought I couldn't serve the Lord. You know, what do I have to offer? And, and you know, the Lord wants to use all of us because he's chosen the weak things of the world and he's chosen the foolish things of the world and the things that are not to bring to naught the things that are that no man will glory in his presence. And he wants to use you. And he's got a glorious, glorious future for you as you're going to rule and reign with him in in God's kingdom. And so uh, it is exciting. And keep being excited about heaven. <laughs> All right? I, just, I haven't really been a good... I, I, I feel like I'm that guy that... I feel ashamed. Like, not about the gospel itself, but like, what I've done with my life up until this point. And that's what worries me. Like, is can you kind of broke up there. Can you just say that again? You feel what? Like I haven't done like with what he's given me, I haven't dealt with it. Well well, but you know, you ask God I for help that. and Yeah. And here's the thing. The enemy is gonna come along and he's gonna say you know, you're a spiritual waste, you're no good, um, you know, you're not doing enough, you're not, you know, doing these things, and you don't want to base your your belief on performance. But if there are things that the Lord is convicting you of, to say, Lord, I need to move forward, and you're speaking to me, and I want to step out in these things, and here's the thing. The enemy is going to come and condemn you, all right? He will come and condemn you to push you away from the Lord. The Holy Spirit will come and convict you to draw you to the Lord. Because there's been times where uh, I've said, Lord, you know what? I think you're speaking to me, and I've, you know, I, I'm not doing this, or I'm ignoring it, or I need help. I need your help. And he's there, and he desires to help you. But you don't have to be condemned. And that's the thing. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So don't condemn yourself. Don't let the enemy condemn you. But if he's speaking to you, just say, Lord, I need your help. I need your grace. You know, And he will because he wants to do that work in you. And so you don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to think yourself as a spiritual waste. Listen, I think that the Lord has me in, in ministry a lot of times because if he can use me, he can use you, Logan. He can use you, and he does want to do work, and it's a work of the Spirit, and it's not us trying to, you know, harder in the flesh and struggle, and I got to perform better. It's like, Lord, whatever you want to do, I just rest in your love, and Lord, you guide me and direct me, and you know what? He'll show up, and he'll do that work in you, and uh, you watch and see, and he will do more than you ever expected, but just be sensitive to his leading and then as he speaks to your heart about something, step out in faith, and you're going to see God working in a wonderful way. Okay? Sir, I listen all the time. Thank you for your time and patience. You bet. Anytime. Can I pray for you? Yes, sir. Father, I just pray for Logan. As he's growing and as he's listening, that, Lord, he, he wouldn't condemn himself, you know, but, Lord, that he would just simply rest in your love, and know that we can be confident that he has begun a good work. 
will bring it to completion, that you'll perfect that which concerns him, that he be sensitive to your leading, that he would, um, Lord, um, just step out in faith when he has opportunities or whatever that you desire for him to do. And, Lord, that uh, he would just use the gifts that are given to him to serve and to, in practical ways to be able to just encourage people. And so, Lord, I pray that Logan would grow in the word, in your love, and, Lord, in confidence in your love for him and in your grace. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, sir. Okay, keep your eyes on him. Be excited about heaven, Logan, okay? Okay, you bet. Talk to you soon, brother. All right, we can't get to everybody. We're going to end the show, but we had a great show, and so glad that everybody's called in. And keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep serving him. And, uh, you know, I look and I think, oh, Lord, I, I should do more. But don't base your belief on performance. Um, base it on faith in him and looking to him. And one of the the promises of the Lord uh, scripture is in Philippians 1, 6, that being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will bring it to completion. And I've rested in that verse, that I can just rest that you're working, you're guiding, you're directing me, Lord. Just yield to him. He'll get you where you need to be as you walk in the spirit, as you walk in the spirit and are enabled by him guiding and leading you. And so God bless you. Have a great evening, everyone. Thank you for a wonderful show today. Look forward to being with you next time. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.